think we're finally done with that doom and gloom stuff. So here we go. Revelation 21, Amplified Version. The new heaven and earth. Then I saw a new heaven and a new earth, for the first heaven and the first earth had passed away, vanished, and there is no longer any sea. Interesting. Whereas heaven is the abode of God, the sea often represents the abode of evil. See Daniel 7.3 and Mark 5.13 and Revelation 13.1. Interesting. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, arrayed like a bride adorned for her husband. That's where I think some people say something about, like, there's not going to be any, like, I think there's going to be still rivers, but not like a sea. I don't know. I don't know how it works. I imagine it has to be water. Water for water is like one of those beautiful things about being on earth. Like, people love the beach. People love waterfalls, Niagara Falls. They have to have some of the best waterfalls in heaven, I imagine. I don't know. We'll see. And I saw the holy city, New Jerusalem, coming down out of heaven from God, arrayed like a bride adorned for her husband. And then I heard a loud voice from the throne saying, See, the tabernacle of God is among men, and he will live among them, and they will be his people, and God himself will be with them. Yeah, often, as their God, yeah, often we're Christians refer, refer to as the bride of Christ, who has been bought with a great priceless price. <clears throat> and he will wipe away every tear from their eyes and there will no longer be death and there will no longer be sorrow and anguish or crying or pain for the former order of things has passed away. There, this is a scripture that I feel like was used earlier. All right, verse five. And he who sits on the throne said, behold, I'm making all things new. Also, he said, write for these words are faithful and true. They are accurate incorruptible and trustworthy and he said to me it is done i am the alpha and the omega the beginning and the end to the one who thirsts i will give water from the fountain of the water of life without cost wow that's john chapter four this refers to those who overcome among the churches in revelations two and three and to all people who believe in christ jesus as lord and savior he who overcomes the world by adhering faithfully to christ jesus as lord and savior will inherit these things and i will be his god and he will be my son but as for the cowards and unbelieving and i'm i'm an abominable abominable who are devoid of character and personal integrity oh snap or tolerate immorality and murderers and sorcerers with intoxicating drugs and idolaters and occultists who practice and teach false religions and all the liars who knowingly deceive and twist truth. Their part will be in the lake that blazes with fire and brimstone, which is the second death. Ouch. The New Jerusalem. I thought we were done with all the scary stuff, but I guess not. Verse 9, then you just had to make a point one more time, just in case y'all missed it. The New Jerusalem, then one of the seven angels who had the seven bowls filled with the seven, seven final plagues came and spoke with me saying, come here, I will show you the bride, the wife of the lamb. And he carried me away 
in the spirit to a vast and lofty mountain and showed me the holy sanctified city of Jerusalem coming down out of heaven from God, having God's glory filled with his radiant light. The brilliance of it resembled a rare and very precious jewel like Jasper, shining and clear as crystal. It had a massive and high wall with 12 large gates and at the gates were stationed 12 angels and on the gates the names of the 12 tribes of the sons of Israel were written. On the east there were three gates, on the north there were three gates, on the south three gates, on the west three gates. Three, 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 three. And the wall of the city had 12 foundation stones and on them the 12 names of the 12 apostles of the Lamb of Christ. Hmm. The one who was speaking with me had a gold measuring rod to measure the city and its gates and its walls. The city is laid out as a square. It's why have I heard this from? Isn't this what they did in like early in the Old Testament? One of them they were having like build the tabernacle. Anyway, the city is laid out as a square. Its length being the same as its width. And he measured the city with his rod, 12,000 stadia, about 1,400 miles, its length and width and height are equal. He measured its walls, also 144 cubits, about 200 feet, according to man's, according, uh, man's measurements, which are also angelic measurements. The wall was built of jasper, and the city was pure gold, transparent like clear crystal. The foundation stones of the wall of the city were adorned with every kind of precious stone. The first foundation stone was Jasper, the second sapphire, the third chalcedony, the fourth emerald, the sixth sardonyx, the, the fifth sardonyx, the sixth sardius, the seventh chrysolite, yellow topaz, the eighth beryl, the ninth topaz, the tenth chrysoprase the eleventh jacinth, the twelfth amethyst. And the twelve gates were twelve perils. Each separate gate was one was of one single pearl, and the street broadway of the city was pure gold, like transparent crystal. Interesting. You know, in the Bible it talks about the the narrow way to heaven versus the broad way to hell. There's a street in heaven called Broadway. There's a street here in Kansas City called Broadway. In the northern part, it's nice, but in the once you go downtown, it's a little sketchy. Whatever you do, don't go to the 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 Walgreens on Broadway. And if you're ever in Kansas City near Westport, I saw no temple. Verse twenty two. I saw no temple in it for the Lord God Almighty, the Omnipotent, the Ruler of all, and the Lamb are its temple. And the city has no need of the sun or nor of the moon to give light to it for the glory, splendor, and radiance of God has illumined it. And the Lamb is its lamp and light. The nations, the redeemed people from the earth will walk by its light and the kings of the earth will bring into it, into it their glory. By day, for there will be no light there. Its gates will never be closed in fear of evil. And they will bring the glory in. No need for it to be closed. And they will bring the glory, splendor, majesty, and the honor of the nations into it. And nothing that defiles or profanes or is unwashed will ever enter it. Nor anyone who practices abominations, detestables, morally repugnant things, and lying. But only those will be admitted whose names have been written in the Lamb's Book of Life.
Well, if you want your name written in the Lamb's Book of Life, then listen to the recording after this, the Romans Road to Salvation, right after this recording here. That's interesting, though. There's going to be no need for locks, no more cameras, no more passwords. (laughs) So people can't hack any of your stuff. None of that stuff we got here on Earth. It's going to be wild. It's going to be dope. Oh, I want to be in that number when the saints go marching in. Romans 3.23 says, For all have sinned or missed the mark or veered off the path and fallen short of the glory of God or God's perfect standard. Romans 6.23 says, For the wages of the cost of that sin is death or eternal separation from God. But the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ, our Lord. Romans 5a says, But God demonstrated his love toward us or showed his love toward us in that while we were still yet sinners, Jesus Christ died for us. Romans 10 verse 9 through 10 says that if we will confess with our mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe in our heart that God has raised him from the dead, we will not might be, not maybe, we will be saved. For with our hearts we believe we are now in right standing with God, and with our mouths we confess that we are now saved. Lastly, Romans 10 verse 13 says that whosoever, anybody, everybody, who calls upon the name of the Lord, they will be saved. So if you never asked Jesus into your heart, or you've walked away from him, and you would like to rededicate your life to him, you can just simply say, Dear God, I know I'm a sinner. I know my sin deserves to be punished. I believe Jesus Christ is the Son of God who died for me and rose from the grave. I want to turn from my sin and trust Jesus Christ alone as my Savior. Thank you for the forgiveness and everlasting life I can now have through faith in Jesus. In Jesus' mighty precious name I pray. Amen.